episode 21 of the TM Golfcast, and in this episode we talk to a PGA professional by the name of Brian DeMarco. He is on the True Temper Advisory Council, and uh, we also talk to him about how he uh, does a lot of custom work as well. So without further ado, let's talk to Mr. Brian DeMarco. Alrighty, so I'm with uh, Mr. Custom Works himself, Mr. Brian DeMarco. Thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So um, one thing that it was funny this year, um, I work at Nemecola Woodlands Resort, mm -hmm. and I was in the pro shop this year, and we got uh, a PGA magazine. And I open it up, and the first page I see is a picture <laughs> of True Temper shafts, and you next to this golf bag. I'm like, man, I, that guy looks. I know that guy. I know that guy. That was really cool. Yep, well, you're gonna start to yeah, you see a lot of those. They uh, True Temper did. True Temper came to. They reached out to um, four PGA pros about three years ago, the head of True Temper, their golf division, is a guy by the name of Bill Lang. Okay. And um, so he reached out to me about three years ago, and he said, hey, Bri, we're, we're thinking about putting together um, a group of fitters slash custom, you know, custom component guys slash PGA professionals who can kind of help elevate the education that True Temper does for their, you know, for their shaft stuff. So they called it the Chef Council, and uh, he said to me, he's like, look, we've got, we're trying to get one guy from each region of the United States, East Coast, Midwest, Mountains, West Coast. Um, so he said, he's like, you know, you think anybody on the East Coast that might want to be do it might be interested? I said, you know, let me think about that. And there was kind of a pause, and he said, Brian, I, I actually was hoping you would, you know, volunteer. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so it's been fun. They, uh, they came out, they did some... Uh, you know, some promotional uh, awesome. pictures and stuff like that. So, see my that, picture popping awesome. up. Now, what's the what's some of the new chefs now? We have the the new uh, Project X has the Hazardous Smoke. Yep. Have you tested it? What, what do you think of that shaft so far? It's a great shaft for a lot of people because it's so basically the Project X had the handcrafted shafts, mm -hmm. and they got so big, you know, so fast. Yeah. And, you know, there's only so much volume that they can do out of that small facility. Um, the smoke was uh, kind of like, a, it wasn't uh, wasn't as, I wouldn't say, it, it, it's not as robust as the, the hazardous black. Okay. Um, basically, which is a great shift in itself, but the smoke fits a lot more people. Okay. And it's something that they could put into their OEM uh, companies. Yeah. And you know, be very popular. A good shaft that could fit a lot of people, with some you know some good properties that the black possesses, but not as robust as that where it doesn't fit as many people. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I know they have the. Uh, what do you think about the the even flow shafts? They're great. Good. Uh, it's a good shaft for. Not necessarily good for somebody that loads it very aggressively, but for somebody with a slightly smoother tempo, their shafts are awesome. That's that's, yeah. that's awesome. I know um, this summer I worked for Callaway Golf as a mm -hmm. demo day rep, and they had uh, the Even Flows and the the Project X Hazardous. And I'll tell you what, I fitted a lot of people into the Even Flows. Yeah, Even Flow Blue and Red are great chefs for a multitude of golfers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I actually got the um, I got the opportunity to put a Hazardous handcrafted yellow shaft. Mm -hmm. Like the actual the whole shaft is yellow. Yep, that's what Lo I play. I love that shaft. Yeah, they stopped making the yellow. Yeah. Um, they still make it, but it's not yellow. It's yeah, it's, it's not black that with yellow. Yeah. Uh, that's a tour preferred look. Yeah. The guys on tour don't like the the brightness, so they stopped doing it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I myself has have the yellow <laughs> as well. It's 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 really fun to play. And I'm I mean, I'm a low launch guy and I know I probably shouldn't be playing that shaft, but 
I love the way it looks, and I love the fact that it says handcrafted. So yeah. my ego's happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good shaft because it's uh, it's it's counterbalanced. Okay. Yeah. So there's some weight in the shaft. There's some meat in the shaft that's up in the uh, up in the grip section, and um, so that actually helps get it. Technically, it's a low launch, but it tends to help get it up in the air a little bit. It's a, it's a good shaft. Now, what do you think of Project X LZ shafts? 120s. What do you th what what is your uh, thought on those? I think they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah, they are. It's and you know you can say, you can sit here and say you know there's a lot of shafts that are awesome. Yeah. Um, technically, what I tell a lot of my people that I fit, there are a lot of great shafts out there, but the perfect shaft is the one that fits the player the best. Okay. So you know there's there's a lot of shafts we can sit here and say oh yeah this is great this is great this is great but. Yeah, in in essence, you know, you want to go try stuff out and see what fits you best. Absolutely. The the LZ is an exceptional shaft for a lot of people because of that loading zone technology tends to uh, tends to get the irons up and really yeah. get a little bit more extra energy transferred to the ball. Awesome. What what kind of irons do you or shafts do you play in your irons? I actually had the LZs for a while. Oh, nice. When they came out, um, being that I'm on the shaft council, I tend to get a lot of the uh, the True Temper products ahead of time. How's it going? And um, you know, they'll want me to try stuff out. For the longest time, I had a set of what they call Project Monaco's okay. in my clubs. Uh, I had them for about seven years. Would not change them for anything. Nice. Um, finally got rid of uh, got rid of those, and I still have them. I'll never get rid of them, but went to the LZs. They're a great shaft. I actually uh, just recently switched over and tried the Elevates, which oh, yeah. is a new shaft. Um, I've got the Tour version, which is excellent uh, for me, yeah. for what I wanted to do. Definitely, um, I've got AP3s in my irons, so they tend to, by their design, they've got, you know, they definitely have less loft on them, so the Elevate, for me, gets it up and spins it a little bit more, which nice. is nice. Now, that Elevate shaft, doesn't it have um, a, a dampener in the center of it? It has a design that will dampen it. Oh, okay. Um, similar to the feeling that the Sensacore used to provide. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what do they call it? The VSS, I believe. Yeah. Um, They've got a couple versions of it now. They do have a tour version, a little bit of a you know more mid to heavier weight. Feels great, uh, great feedback. Definitely spins the ball more, gets it up, you know, elevates it in the air. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. So now switching gears a little bit from shafts, you're also a big car guy. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, it's fun. I grew up around you know my my father was a uh, before you know before I was around he was a big drag car guy so. Um, you know, I was always, uh, grew up kind of watching, you know, he was always watching races and stuff. And uh, at my last job as an assistant, I was helping a buddy work on a race car. And then uh, when I took over as head pro at uh, my current job, it afforded me the ability to kind of work with him on a more regular basis at every race on Saturdays. So that's been fun. Um, and that, uh, that venture is just closed. We just sold the car, so. Now it's on to other things. We'll see if we get another one next year. That'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I know that's one thing I'd love to do is just own a dirt car team, either like a sprint car team or a modified something of that nature. It's, it's just fun. it's so much fun going to those races, watching the dirt fly. I don't know. It's fun. It's, it's a the, lot of fun. The redneck in me starts to come <laughs> out when I'm at a race. Oh man. Um, you also said you're going to the Daytona 500. We are going to the 500. Uh, actually, the 500 is going to be a bachelor party. We're looking forward to that. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we're. Uh, I've been to it a bunch of times. Um, this is the first time that we're going to camp in the infield. We're getting the RV and going down, so oh, nice. should be an interesting awesome. adventure. Yeah. Now, what's then, your picks? Who who do you think is going to win? Come out on top. This I'll race? be completely honest with you. I mean, I don't. Uh, 
I was a big fan of the the older drivers. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot of the new crop. Um, There's I, a lot of new guys out there. There a are. Lot of young kids. I like Logano. Um, interesting enough, my uh, my father's neighbor down here in Florida, he uh, he actually li used to live in Connecticut, and um, a guy that worked for him was Logano's father. Really? Wow. So he was telling me this story way back of you know. Oh, you know, this guy that works for me, his son was signed by Joe Gibbs Racing, to, you know, when he was 15 years old to an exploratory contract, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was fun watching him come up and when he first started racing NASCAR. So, um, you know, he's, he's one of the only guys that I still recognize a lot. So yeah. I'll root for him. Now, he's just, he's the previous champion of last mm -hmm. year. Yep. That, that was cool to see him yep. win that. It was good for him. I was a big Truex fan, though. I really wanted Martin Truex. I am. To a, I am a. I must say, I am a Truex fan. <laughs> Being, uh, I'm not from Jersey, but I've been in Jersey for a while. And uh, actually, the the guy that I used to um, race the car with, he uh, he used to race go karts against Martin. Really? Truex, yeah. Wow. Yep. Man, that that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. So that'll be there'll be a big contingent route for <laughs> Truex with that to 500. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, a little bit back to the golf side. Yeah. So. One of the questions I love asking is, what is the funniest thing you've ever seen on the golf course? Or, or working at a facility with the craziest thing? Whew. I actually don't know if I can, can comment on that. I have, uh, during my many years at Deal, I have witnessed a lot of craziness, a lot of fun times. I've had a lot of good times with people. Um, I've seen a lot of crazy things, uh, some of which I don't, you know. But, uh, you know, there's... Uh, there's many things. There's nothing really one thing that jumps out in particular. Um, you know, we've seen some pretty scary times with people getting hit with golf balls, things like that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, um, that's, that's... Yeah, so it's uh, runs the whole gamut. Funny, yeah. crazy, scary. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to a guy earlier this morning. He said, uh, you know, one thing he couldn't pick out, but he said, you know, being on the golf, being working in a golf facility is kind of like being an adult babysitter mm -hmm. sometimes, and it's. Like that, that's a really good point. Sometimes when the golf carts and alcohol doesn't sometimes always mix. <laughs> you know what, my, uh, I've worked in private golf all my life. I've never known anything but private club golf. And I've met a lot of great people, a lot of wonderful people. Um, my old boss, Jason, when we were at my former club, he used to have a saying, and it does ring true for a lot of guys. It's good advice for a lot of people in the industry. You won't really know a person until you tell them no. Really. And it's true with members. You know, in this industry, we're we're very much centered on yes. We're yeah. yes people. We like to, you know, we like to say yes to everybody. But there's inevitably going to be that time where you got to put your foot down and say no. This can't be done. No, I can't do this. And that's when you find out how a person really truly is. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Because yeah. I work in the resort style, mm -hmm. and everything we're taught is say yes. You, if, if there's a way, just do it. Yeah. You know? Sure. Never say the word no. And so I find that real interesting that if you say the word no, you actually build a little bit better relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. I think. It's a little interesting. Now, being as a PGA professional yourself, you also do custom work as well on wedges and irons and, and all that kind of stuff. Go into a little bit of detail about that and how you started custom works. So basically, uh, I worked at the Old Country Club. In New Jersey for 10 years. I started there in 2004. Uh, when I first started there, we had a guy that we took all of our club work to. Um, eventually, that uh, that relationship went away, and my boss at the time said to me, "Hey, what do you need to, to get going?" I said, "You know, give me X amount of 
dollars, we'll set up a shop here, start doing some stuff. We uh, we definitely we made his money back probably within a month um, of doing you know doing simple club repair stuff like that. And I've always been an equipment like kind of tech junkie. Yeah. Um, interested in clubs and whatnot, and this kind of afforded me the way to jump into that a little bit more. We started doing some more extensive fitting. I started opening up accounts with True Temper, Fujikora, UST. Um, got to know a lot of the guys there. Bill Lang at True Temper is probably the biz biggest example. Um, that led to me eventually being on the Shaft Council just because of how much I was doing with them um, and also being a performance fitting setter for them. And, you know, the doors just kept opening. Things kept building. I started getting a, a following in New Jersey. Like, hey, if you're looking for high-end shafts, you know, UST, True Temper, Project X, Fujikora, go see Brian at Deal. Um, and then I just continued it. When I went to uh, when I went to Pine Barrens, where I am now as the head pro, we've got a 17-acre range. We, uh, you know, we've got flight scope, latest uh, launch monitor equipment. Kind of just kept building on it now we you know we do full scale fittings all kinds of custom work stamping wedges things like that that's awesome yep. that's that's where my niche is i love painting and, and stamping and all that fun stuff it's fun it's been it's been an adventure i had uh one of my uh one of my good friends is a pro at a very prestigious club up north and he called me up last year and he said hey look i want to do a uh want to do a giveaway for my member guest who want to do wedges nice. and i said okay and so Long story short, I ended up stamping 75 wedges in one night. Wow, so 75. we had, yeah, we had one Jeez. of his assistants bring the wedges down. She drove them down that night, and we just, uh, I had a buddy come over. He was helping me stamp. And we just had a party down in the, you know, down stamping wedges. We banged them all out, got them all done. Now I, I know with stamping though, it's it's hard because sometimes you you're gonna have you're gonna mess up. Yep. You're gonna double stamp something. <laughs> How many wedges did you go through that night? We uh, 75 wedges came in, 75 went out. Wow. No mistakes. That's Not amazing. Wood. Yep. Wow. That's. It was pretty good. That's awesome. Now do you now I know like I follow a guy at Callaway Golf, um, Anthony Toronto, uh -huh. big stamper. Do you do much with sandblasting as well? I know he does does a little bit with that. I don't. I didn't get into a lot of the finishes and stuff. Just uh, with as much as basically. You know, I do I do have a primary job being a head pro, yeah. and that does you know while being a Pine Barrens, it's a great place. I don't have a lot of headaches. We have a pretty smooth operation. Um, you know, we do a great job. I've got great guys working for me, but I never really ventured into a lot of the coatings and things like that, just because there's other people that are doing it. I'd rather just give them, let them do it. They've got yeah. the expertise. If one day I decide to mess around with it, that might you know I might start messing around with powder coating. Okay. Yeah. You know, some stuff like that. But uh, nothing too crazy. That's awesome. Well, Brian, I appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely. I really do. Um, do you want to give a tag out to your Instagram or any social networks that you're on? Yeah, sure. If you guys want to check me out, it's uh, you can check out Custom Works Golf on Instagram, and uh, same thing on Facebook. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Brian, for being on the show. I really right. appreciate it. And uh, have a great rest of your show. You too, buddy. Alrighty, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening to episode 21 of the TM Golfcast. Next week, we have a uh, gentleman by the name of PGAJ on the show. We'll be talking to him. And, uh, and then after that, we got some uh, pretty exciting stuff on the way for you guys. So thank you guys for listening to episode 21, and I'll see you guys next week.